Hello, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to the Outsiders Podcast, where three childhood best friends discuss their trials and tribulations in a fantasy hockey pool known as the Maple Hockey Pool. Good evening, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to episode seven of the Outsiders Podcast. This episode is called Peckerhead. Oh my god. So that was great. Um, hold on hold on hold on a sec. Don't pay don't pay a cent event. Uh, we're gonna introduce you properly. But I'm 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 joined by Hallway to Heaven, aka Cap and In. <laughs> And I'm also joined by Fuznetsov, a.k.a. Scotia Bankstrom, a.k.a. Uh, Fuben. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good evening, guys. What's going on? Right, congrats, Al. <laughs> Thanks, oh, no. boys. You got to give him an introduction. Yeah, give it So I'm going to give Al an introduction. And, and uh, don't pay sentiment, first of all. Congratulations. Uh, we're going to be the first ones to admit it. We clearly ate our words. Oh, yeah. Big oh yeah, boys! Oh, that tasted great. I ate oh, them with great. not cooked. I ate them. <laughs> but uh, don't pay sentiment. Thanks for joining us. I've been, I was looking at your stats because, you know, you obviously just won the championship now, and I wanted to see what kind of success you had in the past, because this was obviously a big year for you. Pretty poor. I I, I I totally agree with that uh, with that analysis. So, uh, so we're joined by Don't Don't Pay Sentiment. He has a rating of six hundred and four. His best finish is a silver. He has a losing record below five hundred. He's got ninety six wins, one hundred and one losses, and five ties. He's got a winning percentage of point four eight eight. That's better than mine. You know what? This year, boys. <laughs> this year I got the gold. Right. So, guys, where do you want to start off uh, talking to Don't Pay Sentiment about a season? Who wants to start us off? You want to do that? Uh, uh, okay. All so, way to heaven. So I know that I turned around last week and said that um, I thought you were going to take it pretty hard, and, and it was going to be over quick, and you know that Steve being the the three time champ going for four. Uh, would have been a hell of a run, but he made it to the finals, so you got to give him some props on that too. But that's besides the point right now. Um, I apologize for eating for saying what I said. I, I should have paid attention to the numbers and picked you because you dominated all year in points. You ran into that a was... lot of teams, but overall, I thought you had a great season. All year, yeah, the season went well, and for sure, like the first thing I want to address is like. Kudos to Steve. Mad respect to that guy. Stone Cold Steve Austin. I mean, uh, winning three years in a row, four years making it to the finals. This was a very stressful two weeks for me, I must yeah. say. Yes. Uh, yeah, no, the season uh, was good. I, I pretty much I learned I could not have done what I did or what I accomplished this season without looking at Steve's past success. And I just pretty much followed his uh, followed his template. Which is to completely sack one of your your years uh, for draft picks, yeah, and uh, and then hope for the hope for a better run next year, and that's uh, that's the only reason why I'm here. That and uh, Bonifazi, Josh Anderson, Mark Tufer, the, the that was the the key player in 
changing everything. It could have been a dynasty, another yeah, another victory for Steve, Steve Austin if it wasn't for Josh Anderson playing against Vancouver, getting two goals and an apple, Mark Tufer, and uh, yeah, that was a trade. <laughs> 100%. At the GM, uh, that, that, that goal I definitely want that. that. I definitely want that etched on the uh, on the Stanley Cup. So Steve, right. every time he looked at it, he knows that it was Josh Anderson who fucking buried him. <laughs> oh wow! We're, we're gonna let uh, we're gonna let Fuben uh, jump in here uh, with uh, with some questions for you. Well, first and foremost, don't pay a cent event. I'd like to congratulate you on a great Thanks. season. Thank you, Fuzi. Uh, I don't really. Nothing really comes out at me all, and this is me being honest. Nothing really comes out at me all year about you making great moves. Um, so I, your team was built like a machine from the start. So I have to yeah. commend you. Your draft was amazing, but I do want to say that the first GM who wasn't part of the Outsiders, who made some real moves with the, with the Outsiders, you know, coalition with Steve. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pulled, pulled out his testicles. Yeah, and showed everyone that he was a man. <laughs> he made moves. He was a middle of the pack man, and everyone was saying, "You know what? Why are you doing this? You're in sixth. You're in seventh. Steve pulled them out. Fuznetsov, I think you're mistaken. I, I believe I made three or four moves with the outsiders this year. Two with Frankie and two with uh, with Dip with uh, Peter Northstars. Oh, so who, who hasn't been involved in the in the championship deal? I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about a guy who mid year was was saying to people, "I'm gonna make stupid trades because Stone Cold Steve Austin was chirped. Why are you giving up thirds? Why are you giving up seconds? Why are you giving up first? People let him have it. Yeah, but he made it to the finals. I gotta give it to him. Your team was a machine. We know this. You're the champ. You you won, but. Al, realistically, your team was a, a, amazing. It was just built well. Steve, to me, made it together. the moves to bring him to the finals. Yeah. So He's I a commend him for that. Absolutely. No, absolutely. Kudos to Steve. Yeah. I mean, if you look at his, I think, total moves, I think he had the, the most moves made this year out of any well, other that all, that all goes back to That all goes back to Monday morning at 3 a.m. Whatever it means. But I'm positive he worked the night shift just so he could be up at 3 a.m. every night. 100%. Until Sunday night moves. 100%. So, I, I have I a question. Up, oh, go ahead. Sorry. The whole point I brought that up is I want to just talk about one thing, though, regarding Steve's moves. Mm-hmm. Stone Cold Steve Austin let go of a guy named Gabriel Landeskog yeah. in the playoffs. Picked up Dylan okay. Larkin. Wow. Okay. What yeah. I don't understand is – why are the GMs who are fighting for third and fourth able to pick up a guy like Landis Cog, who's a keeper? Let's let's be real here. That it guy's is. a keeper it on you know, eight out of twelve teams. Why are the other GMs? And how do you feel about this? Why are the other GMs who are in third and fourth allowed to pick up a guy like that up? And everyone who else isn't isn't, isn't able to that, how do you feel? Well, okay, the battle for third place is you're still battling for money. I think they get like what three hundred bucks back, so they should they should be allowed to make waiver moves. I mean, it's not every day that uh, you're going to go into the you know the semifinals and the finals. A guy who's injured, you're going to drop you know uh, a huge you know a first round player like Landis Cog. 
uh, just to pick up starts that, you know, that's, that's a brave move by uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Just, yeah. you know, he's willing to give up those guys to ensure that he moves on to the next round and, and remains competitive. About, what I'm talking about is how fair is it? Oh, that for like, well, I mean, it's at the end of the day, look at, uh, I believe what totally picked him up, correct? The Greek, G- the Greek genome master picked him up. And, um, realistically, I mean, regardless, he, he may be a keeper on, on his team. He probably will be, uh, but that just means he's giving up somebody else. Sure. It sucks that they're, you know, players like that are unavailable to you guys, but at the end of the day, we're only keeping four players. So you still have the option to trade, for whomever in the off season and also oh, draft them uh, come next year. Of course. My, my question is, do you think it's fair that the other GMs who aren't available can have <clears> access <throat> to a player like that? Just simply because they're not. No, I, I think because we're not in the playoffs. Yeah, bro. At the end of the day, <clears throat> like he's a first. All the players are available. Yeah. He's a first pick, but that, that is for this year. Like this, this is for this season. still. you guys are out of the season. You should have nothing to do with it. I agree with that. Fair enough. You know what I mean? Like, if, if there's all these players that are locked up, I mean, this is this is a battle for this year. And if you're going to go – I mean, Torquio was going in there making some weird picks, even though he wasn't in the race. And that was kind of uh, – I think, you know, Bona got a little upset about that. I, I found it strange I, as well. I, I agree that if you're not – I think – well, I don't know how you guys are doing it, but I think that it, if you're in the finals and in, in the other races, you shouldn't be able to pick up players. Just save it for the guys in the finals. <clears throat> One thing I would love to see is um, maybe, you know, continue to block uh, waiver pickups for the the teams that don't make the playoffs, but I would like to see the bottom four teams, or is it six teams now that don't make the playoffs? Yeah. Yeah. Those four teams, bottom four teams, you know, head-to-head matchup or like total points for the four weeks, uh, who gets first overall draft pick. Rather than a lottery, I think that would be amazing. Because then it'll keep everybody interested. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right to the end. That is I like great. that. It's a, good, it's, a good, it's a good option. Because it, even if guys are going to go ahead and tank everybody, sell off everything, and just you know, like, because people could, I think there there was one year actually where you someone was completing the race and they just stopped doing their lineups and they just slipped and slipped and slipped, and uh, you know they got last place and then they got extra lottery picks just from tanking on purpose which is you know i don't i disagree with that i'd rather see like a battle to get that first overall draft pick yes i agree with that it sounded all too easy i'm actually al i'm actually um and i have i have a, a serious question for you but i'm actually kind of scared about the draft because frank and i both have a shot at this lottery pick yeah. and yeah he, <laughs> he's he's reminding me that just because he's in last uh, he still has a certain percentage of a of a chance of actually getting picked first overall with my pick. So, Correct. could you imagine the scream this guy would let out if he ever, <laughs> if he ever got that first round, like that first overall pick? Oh my God. If I got that first overall pick, Joe, that would make that trade a winner for me. I would win that trade. He would, no, but he his his reaction would be so strong. He would go off. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be nonsense. I'm so. <laughs> but but Al, my, my my question for you is, um, what was it like? I feel like you probably had a lot of people messaging you, um, you know, outside of the the group chat because they really wanted you to bring down Steve. Like, did that happen? Oh yeah. There's no there's no <laughs> doubt that Steve was public enemy number one. 
Yeah, uh, it's true. It true. I, had a lot of, I had a lot of people rooting for me, with the exception of uh, some people in this currently in this podcast right now. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! I just want to see a <laughs> No, but I had guys, uh, you know, like Dave. Tolly was totally was big. He was calling me. He's like, "Let's go, wins!" You know, pumping me up every day. Every time, uh, you know, some of my players went off. They would. Uh, you know, put a comment out in the group chat or actually privately, and it was good. It got me, uh, definitely got me more jacked up. Now I got, I have a question for you, buddy. Yeah, I have a question for you. So I don't know if we're even allowed to really be talking about this, but um, what was, what were their winnings? No, that's uh, we can't disclose that information. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't know. do you guys? It was, uh, I'm pretty sure it's thirteen hundred for fur, um, you know, winning the season. Yeah. Uh. Second place gets six hundred, okay. and third place gets three hundred, and then I believe also first place in the regular season. So Torquia uh, gets three hundred bucks. Okay, so we do all of this for it to win thirteen hundred bucks. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah, we have a great time. Like, also, point the fact Dave's still upset, but Dave, I'm purposely making sure that uh, the two hundred or you know of the six hundred bucks that goes to Steve, he gets your two hundred bucks. Oh, there you go. Wow. There you go. Okay. Wow. There you go. <laughs> I like so, it. Yeah. I like gutless. I like still these vacations. That bugger. Attaboy. Wow. Al, um, <laughs> I'm going to ask Kuznetsov uh, if he has a question for, uh, for Al. You know what? It's not really um, It's not really a question. I'm more just – I want you to paint the picture. It's, uh, it's Saturday night, last night, April yeah. 6th. Or was that April 5th yesterday? No, no, no. April 6th. Regardless, last night. <laughs> 7 p.m. Yeah. You're looking at you're looking at the, the matchup. You you know you got this. Like this is this is it. It's looking good, yeah. It was looking good. Paint a picture of how soft as a man you must have been to not be chirping. Steve <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to do the this whole, whole, whole time. I mean, Steve's absent from this pool, uh, from the, 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 the WhatsApp group. Yeah, so I'm trying to get some banter going, you know, for, for the crowd, keep you guys amused. But he was just yeah. fighting back. So I, I didn't want to be like too much of a snake and, no. you know, keep cussing him out because I knew he wasn't going to retaliate at all. Which no, that's, that's what he disappeared. You know what I mean? So I didn't want I didn't want that image to be portrayed. Uh, you as, know, as a, as a three-time champion, and Steve's as a three-time champion in terms of Steve, he he should have been in there, given giving you the gears. He should have been in there giving you getting that mental game going. Be terrified. Like I said, I felt like till the Hun marching on Rome. You know what I mean? Taking down an M. And yeah. it was David versus Goliath. It was David versus Goliath. Yeah. The week started off amazing, and uh, you know, sorry earlier last week because this, this was a two week final. Started off awesome, put up so many points, things were looking great, and then you know, day by day, Steve's just coming back. Day just by day, 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 yeah, that was terrible. And then I threw out some, uh, you know, I did go a bit overly confident. Uh, I forget exactly what I said. I think that I was going to change my team name to Josh Anderson, March twenty fourth to Mark with that. Brain came right. to an end. It was last four, last week. And then Coley and Dave and Vito, all these guys are coming out of the woodwork saying, Oh my god, you just jinxed yourself. I want to mark the point. 
where you lost, uh, where you lost the finals and all this stuff. So, I mean, that was, uh, that was good. Kind of, I mean, the, these guys are, I guess, were defending Steve because he wasn't, he wasn't going to speak up for himself. Buddy, <laughs> if I was in the finals, I'd be letting everyone have it. <laughs> lost because of his, his mental game. Like, right. like, like, uh, hallway to heaven said, if you're a three time champ, if you're Stone Cold Steve Austin, the real Stone Cold Steve Austin, yeah, you you're come in the ring, crushing, you're doing the, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're doing the stomp kick in the corner, you're giving everyone the finger, you're cranking beers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, but you, you have to give Mexico. You have to give <laughs> you have to give Stone Cold Steve Austin a ton of credit because, like, it's it, you know what? Uh, don't pay sentiment. Like from the from a, from the outsider's perspective, I like I think we completely underestimated just how passionate people are about this pool. Oh yeah, and, uh, like Steve is Steve handles himself like a yeah. pro. Yeah. And everyone is down his throat. Yeah. He's been in the money for you got, like people are people are so scared of him. They have to tell the people not to trade with him. Like imagine <laughs> that type of fear. Yeah, that's yeah, illusion. Yeah. Just yeah, it's terrible. But I, Steve, Steve, I want to just. I think I should drive by Steve's house right now and just go into his bedroom because I'm sure there's just holes in every wall. Because oh, he. Yeah, he's so high. You mind. know what? Listen, listen again. You have to respect his name, bro. He's been in the money four straight years. Four straight years Without been a, the money. Have here, yeah. Even before, I mean, before you guys came years ago, we didn't have a set number of moves that we can make. Like now, it's two per week, right? Yeah. Uh, before we never used to have that. Okay. My team name one year was Steve equals the King of Moves. This company making. <laughs> All day, every day. It was garbage. So we, I mean, maybe that was uh, an early um, showcase to, you know, the greatness that will become Stone Cold Steve Austin. But after, you know, him making all these moves and just dummying people, we put a limit on (laughs) on the waiver. (laughs) So we made those first step in, uh, you know, chipping away at the mountain of Steve. I respect Steve like like I'm looking in the Hockey Hall of Fame downtown Toronto, and uh, he's 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 the shrine. He's he's the man. Yeah, he he's a good sport about it, yeah. man. Like honestly, like the like like yeah. I said, he's public enemy number one, but he, he handles it well. He deserves a lot of credit, man. Yeah, he handles himself very well with it. He's a legend. And he's a fantasy yeah. legend. He knows his fantasy brain legend. is better than ours. Yeah. I'm so happy I don't have to see that little shit smile slash giggle smirk he does. <laughs> I, I, I want to see. Can, can, we, can we get some video footage of him handing over the trophy? I never want to see it again. I've seen it for three years straight. Every time we talk about the pool, this guy gives this little, this little giggle. <laughs> hey, bro, he's, at the, he's the Gordy Howe of our hockey pool. Leave him alone. The guy's the great one. Yeah. He's a legend. Okay, well, Al, we want to thank you. We want to congratulate you. Um, good luck next season. And uh, thanks, boys. Uh, we, uh, we love having you. Thanks for next season, too, by the way. All right. <laughs> yeah, we're bringing, we're bringing the heat next. We're bringing the heat next season now. Um, one thing I wanted to get your, your view on very quickly before you leave is who is giving you the hardest time in this pool? 100% it's been bona. It's been bona. Like, as a, as a player. <laughs> Like, as a team that I'm scared to go against, it's been bona. No, 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 no. People that have been ragging on you over the years about, oh, Al, you sucks. You're a fantasy skid mark, <laughs> all that stuff. 
<laughs> it's been uh, it's been pretty equal. It's been pretty equal throughout the, throughout, you know, throughout the years by everybody. But you know what? Uh, it feels good going to sleep at night knowing all these little kids are going to be eating their words That's for the rest right. of the. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay. (laughs) Okay, Peckerhead. Later, Peckerhead. Congratulations, man. Congratulations. Thanks, boys. All right, buddy. Enjoy. (laughs) Later, buddy. Welcome back, everyone. Um, so now it's the portion of the show where it's just going to be the outsiders discussing a few topics. And where I'd like to start off is, you know, now that you've seen the playoffs and you see the glory that comes with winning this fantasy pool, what type of approach are you going to take next year, uh, off? Like, what do you want people to say about your team next year if someone had to describe them? Ideally, and also your approach, your approach as a as a general manager, like your style. Okay, so what I've learned after playing in this league, after the one season, is that you need to have a, a good draft. You need to position your draft picks and priorities accordingly because this is a goal scorers league. And I think one thing we messed up on last year was drafting defensemen too early. We put too much of a priority on having a balanced team myself rather than having a high scoring offensive team so this year i have good draft positioning i got good picks um i'm done in the seventh round i'm going to be drafting well and and when i want people to look at my team when the draft is done is like wow this guy's team's really really strong you know what i, I like want? that you know what i want yeah you know that little what do you want how you have know that little red demon face in the emojis <laughs> i want them to see that yeah, I want them to see when they think of my team, that's what they're gonna see. Yeah, the, yeah. the red yeah. demon head because you know what? Uh, yeah, again, wow. we, we have solid draft picks. I still hope that your first overall pick, which I own, is lands first overall. <clears throat> um, and I have a ch- I, I, I'll have a chance to draft well, so I need to bear down and draft well and then not make stupid trades. <laughs> how many how many first rounders do you guys have? I'm I'm good. I have what one, two, three, but they're all high, and then I have three thirds and three fourths. So no, he said first rounders. First rounders, just one. Yeah, Joe and uh, Peter Northstars. I I I, I uh, you have two, I think. No, no. Um, hallway to heaven, and I have one each. Yeah. Foo, you have two first oh, rounders, I believe. Rounders. Okay, so yeah. we own. He's in he's in a great spot. Yeah. Okay, but and then second rounders, I have none of them. So you guys, I'm I'm hoping you guys a lot have a lot of seconds. No, I have nine. <laughs> what? <laughs> At one point, I had four or five. <laughs> you got nine. Wouldn't seconds. that be awesome? No, no, no. I wish that would Al, be great. Al, Al's gonna own the second the second round next year. Yeah, I think he's got three. So, but, so this 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 brings me to my next point. Um, which is relating to next year, because the commissioner had some strong words 
on the message board this like today, I think, or yesterday in relation to don't pay cent events win. What do you say? I and he was kind of he was kind of giving I don't want to actually maybe I can uh, repeat it verbatim just so that I don't twist someone's words. Let me pull it up right here. I think I know what, what he, comment you're talking about, buddy. He wrote this. If I were to take away anything from this season, it's that all you need to do is tank the season before. Accumulate as many picks as you can. Don't F up the draft and win it the following year. LOL. Sorry wins, but it's true. We've seen this story play out with Dave and Steve before you. So, LOL. Okay, so I never even read that, to be honest with you, because I was actually busy. Um, but what's he going to do? Put a cap on, on moves we make now? Or, or like... No, but, but what, what if... Do you, do you think, but do you, do you think it would take away from your win? Make it seem like you just did it, No, like because I suffered the year the before. Easy just because he wants to always be... He runs his team to always be in the mix. Doesn't put him on top. Doesn't put him on the bottom. He stays, like... He plateaued a little bit. It, it's that's his team. He can do. He can run it however he wants. If I want to tank a year and trade off, I'm having some good players, but I'm but I'm collecting losses. I want to be able to recoup my next year and have a better draft. So I don't I don't get what, what in tight matchups. What do you think, who's next up? I think it's it's fucking the, the guy just won. The guy just won. He's been the laughing stock of the league. Let's be real here. You want the honesty? He's been the laughing stock of the league. Okay? He's the butt of everyone's joke. He wins, and then he gets treated like that. Like it was like, oh, uh, anyone can do this. Anybody, oh, man. He won. I know. I know. I agree. Uh-huh. No, but I, I, I think that there's something in the works for next season where the commissioner is going to come down and say, okay, we're, we're putting a cap on uh, – how many trades you can make a month or something like that to collect picks or whatever. I don't know. He's going to do something. He's going to do something. Yeah. And because I guess like we're, we're teams that like, would you guys say that you tank this season? Oh, I, I don't think I, I, I really I was tank. A, I was a dud, but the big dud. I was, I did, I, but oh, I did that... it for a reason. I did it for a reason. So once, once <laughs> I'm mathematically eliminated from making the playoffs, Almost I'm goal. done. Yeah. Everything, yeah, everything done. must like, go. What's the point? I know that's the old school. Yeah, way. but I don't think I don't think we tanked. Like that's the thing. I don't think anyone tanked at the beginning of the no. season. That would be scummy. Well, intentionally. No. Hold on, Joe. Hold on. Hold on. I I'll be honest with you. I had a plan, and it started off rocky, but ended up working out in like long. Time. <laughs> so yeah, I'll tell you. That's like up. the I, understatement I of the year. The beginning of the season because I knew I wasn't gonna have a chance, and I and I didn't want to waste the next two years of this CBA. Having a, a slight chance. I wanted to win now. So if it took one more year, I don't give a shit. Hallway to heaven. You had a plan and you just decided to smoke that's, it. That's exactly, exactly what happened. happened. It all started at the draft. By the you just round. said, forget no, I'll it. I'll tell you right now. <laughs> yeah. By the sixth round of the draft last year, I was ready to just jump onto a woodbine in front of a streetcar. Bro, I was so yeah. bored. I was struggling. Yeah. So I... I said to myself, okay, I want to be done. I want to be done the draft by the fifth round next year. <laughs> you see, all the way to, have, all way to Evan, uh, his draft, the majority of it was done from the porch. From the, from the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was sponsored oh, by so, Delma. So, I was guaranteed. I haven't had a month since Tuesday. So, 
<laughs> uh, that's good, Frank. No, that, that's actually really good because that's tough. So good for you. Um, moving, in, moving into next year, um, the last thing I want to leave us off with is the future of the podcast. Okay. Um, what do you guys, what do you guys I think thought about it. I should just, happen I moving assumed, forward? I just assumed that we were going to continue with, uh, with what we were doing. I mean, I know some GMs find this ridiculous and probably most of our listeners do too. Um, I did think from the start that this was only for our friends in the pool and not on the internet. So, I mean, let's, I think we should keep it going. How about you? Um, who's next though? I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty like I love the just the, the the sheer fact that we get to sit around and talk about the talk about what we the love. And we give our, our fans, yeah, we give our fans. This. I'm a pretty busy guy. I got a lot of stuff going on, but like, <laughs> <laughs> but we're here. In terms of, we're here. I should terms, be sleeping. Yeah, in, yeah. In terms of like, I think that when the podcast returns, it should be around. We should have a. A, a draft a draft episode that's when it should come back because i think that uh, do we go live at the this draft? is getting <laughs> this is getting to the point of almost uh borderline ridiculous yeah. like <laughs> what do you think joe? the fact that yeah yeah it has listeners this is this is nuts, this is nuts. joe what do you think we could we, be we, we keep it going or i think that this should be our last episode oh, wow and then next year, get down to business. Yeah, but you're that's you. I want to have fun in my life. I mean, there have been some comments in the podcast that I, I found to be pretty fair. Like, I think the one that was most raw was the one that said that this podcast lacks substance and coherence. <laughs> I don't even know what coherence <laughs> means, but... <laughs> I thought I thought that was a very pointed, very fair review. Yeah. I also... Find it terrifying that people listen to yeah, us. I do. <laughs> I do. If we get some good, if we get some good feedback from this last episode, maybe we'll continue it. How does that go? Um, and I'm just worried that maybe our intensity—that's like obviously a, a clear joke—and is really just meant to be an opportunity for three buddies to get together and do something ridiculous. Um, I'm worried that it's going to set someone over the edge. <laughs> like, like who? <laughs> Like, I think, I think the lesson that I've learned this year, like moving forward is that like, there's some people that truly love fantasy hockey to the point where it, they sometimes forget that it's not real. Correct. Correct. <laughs> Correct. But listen, listen, Joe, the only thing that's real is the money at the end of the year. So and people have been um, traveling with it's, it. Yeah. It's just 1300. Anyways, oh, I wanted to so, ask Al where he's going to be going this, this summer. Well, listen, Peter Stars, if you want to leave the fans wondering <laughs> that if we'll never come back and do another episode again, we can leave them wondering and we can have a, a serious talk about this. But I'm, I think that's totally fair. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't think we get the respect we deserve from the inner circle because we are the outsiders. But the, the people out there respect us. <laughs> yes. And that's what that's what yes. it is. Yeah, that's a fair comment. I agree with you there. Yeah. So I think what we'll do then is, uh, you know, we're obviously taking a break now. The season's over. Uh, thank you guys for, for coming on and being good sports and just sort of laying it all bare. Yeah, we appreciate it. Yes. Yes. Well, um, 
and we'll see what happens next year. Okay. Yeah. You guys want to stay up the right, guys. a little bit or no? <laughs> no Have a good night, gentlemen. All right, guys. Take care. All right, bye. Take care. Bye.